0: This is the Let's Unpack That Podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Bearings. Thank you very much for tuning in. Hope you have a good week. I'm trying to get your week started off right. Hope you do it. Today, we will be unpacking the players, scumbags, losers, yes, and good guys versus nice guys. I did a whole pod about hoes and unpacking them. So it's only right I point the mirror at us and identify how we look when we moving out here in these streets with the opposite sex. Please subscribe on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcast. share a link with a friend, share a clip of you listening, and quote me on social media, all that good stuff. Let's help this bitch grow. Hope you have a good week and enjoy the show. Alright, so Ariel's here with me because we are going to unpack basically kind of like labels and how we are regarded towards the opposite sex as men. That's right. We are taking some accountability on this episode, kind of, but not really. But anyways, we're gonna get into players. We're gonna get into scumbags. We're getting into losers, fuck boys, good guys, and all that shit. And I have Ariel here with me. How's it going? Good. Because I like I have like my own version of like, yeah, this makes a guy like that, or if you move like this. But ultimately, I'm not dating men, but. I want to. I want it, uh So you know, I want somebody here to be like, yeah, this is what it is, and this is what it what it's not. Sounds good. Cool. All right. So here's how I identify a player. Things you work for can help you, but mouthpiece is a must. So you can be buff, tall, and skinny, lean whatever you can have some money in your pocket whatever you can have a nice car fly clothes but you got to be getting women that are on or above your financial and physical apparent appearance status level whatever that's that's like one thing that's like it's like okay you can't just be like you can't call yourself a player if you if you're like a 6 or a 7 and you're smashing a bunch of 3s wow that's like way different than the way my mind
1: went
0: when it came to defining a player. No, no, I I got more, but that's just like, <laughs> that's just like one thing. It's like
1: uh-huh.
0: quality is a thing for me when it comes to that. Okay. And then also it's like, if you are like a, like, if you Michael B. Like, let's, let's say like Michael B. Jordan, looking how he looks. Let's just make him like a regular guy with a regular job. Like whatever his job was that he, his little corporate job that he had at the beginning of Creed. Let's say that's his regular day job. He's still gonna be smashing a bunch of chicks. It's like, ah no you sexy, you don't count. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I feel like you can't be too you can't be a player like if you're just too fit and too good looking. So
1: wait, what do you even call a guy who sleeps with a lot of women who's fit and good looking? Just a guy?
0: No, he's in the percentile of like, you know, the guy that's gonna be smashing more most of the hot chicks.
1: But he's not a player?
0: I don't really consider it th- oh well then it's like okay but then he's gotta be fucking out of his ballpark. Like he's gotta he's gotta be fucking out of his league. And you could be like, well, he's sexy nigga number three. So cause and it's only 12 sexy niggas in this city. So being, <laughs> being that he's sexy nigga number three, like, you know, pause. <laughs> I'm i too far to pause at this point. No, but like being that he's right there, right? It's like okay, then he's gotta he's gonna find like a He's got to find, like, a a, a like a bad publicist, bitch.
1: Are you saying that he doesn't need to have game because he's sexy number three?
0: Not totally because he does have to have some game. But – and also, being a game – well, I'll get into that later. But I'm saying that's not the same thing. Like, like for me, like, to really feel like a guy's a player is, like, you can't be, like, a 9 or a 10. You got to be, like, a, a 6 or a 7 or even, like, a 5 or – or maybe even kind of has something, like, wrong with you. <laughs> like, just, just appearance-wise. And then, like, man, he's making it work.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: That Okay, that, that, that's one criteria. <laughs> um, well, yeah, because you need to be smashing women that can also get a surface-level, better version of you. And that could be more money or a guy that's in better shape. Than you or whatever, but like, cause I feel like you cannot be a seventh seed and calling yourself a team with players for beating an eleventh seed team. You got to be owning some top four seed teams. That's how I feel to be like, oh, that's a good team. Okay. Sports analogy for for them. You, you're not gonna get it, but they will.
1: I know what a seed is, Lyle.
0: Okay, all right, my bad. Um, <laughs> I really feel like player is like being a, like a man whore. Is just quantity. And being a player is quantity of quality. Cause like you're a man who are when it's a lot of everything, but like you a player when it's like, okay, you yeah, I, I like what I see coming through.
1: I understand.
0: And like knowing when to say no. And I think that's also for me, like, it's the same thing that stops a woman from being a thoughty asshole, or like the difference between a woman that's a thoughty asshole. And a woman that just likes dick and doesn't want to be in a relationship is saying no, even if it looked like "Eh, I'm good, I'm good. When you just don't say yes to everything. The other thing, having game and being a player is two different things. Having game is setting up. Being a player is closing. And being a man is flowing. But we're not going there right now. (laughs) Doing a little street poetry for you guys, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but I, I, that is something though that because I, I know like a lot of guys that could like have game and get numbers. I have game. I'm not a great closer necessarily.
1: <laughs> very charming.
0: <laughs> I'm very charming. Tri- <laughs> like, all right, bitch, when are we go fuck, it's taking too long. Shit, like I'm not. I'm not a player, but I can get some numbers. <laughs> y- yes, you did. <laughs> I'm very direct about mine. But so that, so there's a difference, but I mean, I do feel, well, no, cause actually I know guys that are the players that don't really know how to talk to girls. I wouldn't say they don't know how to talk to girls, but like, they're not just going to like pull up on a girl, like a baggage claim and be like, yo, what's up? What you doing? You, you know, how long you here for you live, you, you live in here or you just stay in here? Like, <laughs> like that's game, but like a player is like, nah, they, they these girls and they just come around and I just be fucking all of them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they
1: just seem confused as to why these women keep showing up. Correct. <laughs>
0: That's the sign of a player when you are like, man, it's a lot of women showing up. <laughs> Being a player also means shit not getting messy. That's why it's not many women players out here because like, their shit always get gets messy. But they get in like, weird, sloppy situations too much. They have to explain. And I feel having a clean house is as mandatory as the mouthpiece for a player. It's right there with the standards for a player. You've got to have a clean house. And it's not about keeping everybody happy. It's about keeping them respectful and getting respect. Keeping people happy is about expectations that are out of your control, whereas keeping people respectful and respecting is about you.
1: Can I tell you what it feels like from a girl's perspective, please? So like when I think of player, my, my brain did not go to any of that because it went more to like how it feels to date a player and like what that's like. So like a player is someone who obviously is not really interested in exclusivity with you and like they are good at being the right amount of honest with you. For you to be okay with that,
2: <laughs> mm. you
1: know, because it's like, like you said, like they can't be messy. You get messy when you start lying, you yeah. Know? And so, like, they're like, yeah, you know, I'm having fun right now. They kind of make that clear and like give you the option to walk out the door, and you, but like, also make it like appealing and fun to not walk out the door.
0: All right, all right. You know what? I am a player. My bad. I am. I fucking I misidentified myself. Shit. Yeah, I'm a player too. Fuck. <laughs>
1: yeah because like I mean I've dated that guy who's like just so you know like I'm not really looking for a relationship and I'm like okay I'm not really looking for one either okay great and then we go back to like going on a date or whatever it is you know so it's like it's like very like light-hearted and it's like the the thing is they don't lead you on and make you think they're like falling in love with you or like there's some guys who like they think that In order to have game or to keep girls around, they have to, like, move faster or, like, say words that make it seem like they're moving faster than they actually are. And that is what leads to, like, a messy situation.
0: What are some of those words and things that they will say?
1: I'm starting to really like you. No, I, like, no, I can really see us being together someday. Like, things like that.
0: And they don't mean it.
1: Yeah, and, and the girl might not necessarily like want that at that point, but then like a girl, especially like if you're like in your late twenties and in your thirties, you start thinking, like, well, there's a guy who likes me, you know, like I guess I should maybe give him another chance. He seems to like me a lot.
0: <laughs> Bitches be getting desperate in their thirties. I know. It's fucking great.
1: But but it, I think it's it makes sense because, I mean, think about it from a guy's perspective. If you genuinely did feel that way and a girl was just like, nah, never mind. It's Like, boy, you can't give me a chance. And now, like, <laughs> guys, like, like say those words, not meaning them. The girl doesn't even feel that way yet either. But then it's like, okay, I'll kind of open up to him. I'll, like, I'll start, like, you know, paying more attention to him and, and finding things I like about him only to find out, oh, no, that was just, like, part of his game. And
0: that's not a player because a player doesn't make it icky. Yeah, a play- <laughs> Yeah, a player does not make it icky.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think we could put that on a shirt.
2: <laughs> a
0: player does not make it icky. Yeah, okay, so I do want to make this clear because there are a lot of player haters out there. And by that, I mean, I don't mean that in, like, a cute rap way. I mean, like, there are, like, guys out there. To feel like, to feel like, oh, nice guys finish last and shit, and they feel like, man, it's the guys that get all these girls and they shit on them and blah 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 blah, and and which is true, which and, and it does happen a lot, but I feel what they don't realize is no, there is a way to do it, and there is something that the players can offer that the quote unquote nice guys are not. Uh, well, first off. Uh, how many players have you dated, Ariel?
1: We don't need to get into numbers, Lyle. <laughs> because I don't know.
0: <laughs> what did you would suspect, like, at the time, that you felt like, all right, this is, feels like what type of animal you are? You feel like a dolphin.
1: <laughs> I don't know, maybe like three?
0: Three. Would you put me in that category?
1: When I first started dating you?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Actually, no.
0: Oh, OK. And
1: not because, well, actually, yes. OK, good. OK, sorry. You
0: recognize a real player when you see one
1: <laughs> but um but i also was like when I, we first met like i wasn't like i need to find a boyfriend right now not so, at all not at all so so I think like for a girl who has a mindset of like i time is ticking I need to find a boyfriend right now like they're kind of looking at they're like making that assessment more so than i was because I was just like no I'm like having a good time and i'm if, if it's if it goes somewhere it goes somewhere and if not I'm still having a good time so, like, I wasn't, like, I didn't have that mindset of, like, okay, he seems good, but can I really trust the guy in entertainment? You know, he's got women coming up to him every night. And, mm. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't, like, really care.
0: that I, I hate that shit. <laughs> it's like I wish that happened so much more often than it does. <laughs> Yo, how many how many girls do you think a guy needs to smash a year to be player status? A year, yeah, throughout like you know, like all 12 months, all 365 days. I don't
1: know how many a year, but I think that at any given time, there's got to be one to two in his roster,
0: yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's what we should say. I feel like you gotta have a roster, and you gotta like a player says some, like this. Is funny man's like, well, I'm not gonna say who said it to me, but it's, I, I remember like, like, I was like deal with my breakup or whatever. And this one was like, shit, you sad, nigga? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm sad. And then he's like,
2: he's like shit, man, I lose bitches every day, nigga.
0: <laughs> the comments that no, who I'm doing an impression of will fucking know who I'm talking about. <laughs> you message me, I'll tell you what I'm talking about. Anyways, um, but yeah, I feel like you do gotta kind of have that, like, I lose bitches every day. It's not like, uh, then I am get a new one, I'm out, and, like, that. that's that's what yeah. I consider it It's
1: the stars. roster mentality more so than the actual numbers.
0: You know, and I'll say, like, one thing is, like, because I don't believe this whole thing that, like, you know, huh, players don't pillow talk. But it's, like, the guys I know that I would put, like, in the player category, it's just kind of more like, this is just some shit that I do. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just who I am. Like,
1: it doesn't get very deep
0: yeah and it's not like i mean they're not gonna be like oh no no i, I can't talk about it but they're also not like these guys because i know these guys where it's like and they do smash them hot chicks but they're always showing you their phone of some like acid or titties or something it's like all right and they can calm down i like <laughs> i like pussy too but unless you're trying to set me up with these bitches I don't, I'm, I'm good bro i don't need to see all this okay play anything you want to add on the players no okay all right, so let's unpack the scumbag. I don't know what was worse, like a scumbag or a dirtbag. I I don't want to be like a slave to semantics cuz semantics is like how you how you lose your funny often. But is is just real quick, is there a difference between a scumbag and a dirtbag to you? No. Okay. We'll just say scumbag. <laughs> so, let's go. Okay. You are down, and by the way, there are scumbag players and all this stuff, and they're a good guy. Like, all these things kind of, like, cross each other, but we're going with, like, you know, the base level. So, scumbag, I feel like you are down to take something you know you did not earn. And I don't mean, like, like some fun stealing, like grabbing some candles from Target or a candy bar from Walgreens. Like, that's fun stealing. I mean, like, walking out of bar tabs. I mean, stealing from people. Or trying to get over on a small business and just like, oh, they didn't know, oh, they didn't charge me for that, and you feel like so good they didn't charge you.
1: First of all, thanks for outing me or shaming me about my Target candle stealing.
0: You do that to yourself.
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> do
0: you want to talk about stealing candles from Target for a second? Okay. Wow. All right. So <laughs> wait, let me get my my, my uh, Vlad TV thing on. So. What makes you steal candles from Target when you know you you make good money? Yeah. You know.
1: Well, I feel like they shouldn't cost ten dollars. <laughs> 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 and I feel like every time I go to Target, I spend over a hundred dollars, and I don't know why. So a candle is just you know a little gift on the side, and the self checkout is not moderated, and it's not coming out of anyone's paycheck.
0: I agree. Do you do you think? Yeah. Do you think? But I feel like, I mean, that's fine if you want to do that. But, I, I mean, stealing, like, from, like, mom and pop businesses. That's a
1: no. That's
0: a no. Yeah. And, yeah. And also, also, I feel like you're, you're, like, really, like, a scumbag when you're always trying to get something for free. Yes. Like, niggas that are always, like, trying to bum a cigarette or asking to hit the blunt or, like, oh, oh, you got coca Coke. Man, can I get some drink? But, or, like, or even like food.
1: And well, on the women's side, oh, can I get a taste of this beer? I don't like that one. Can I get a taste of this other beer? I don't like that one. I don't like that one. And then it's like, here's my secret to getting a full glass of beer. It's gonna taste them everything and say you don't like it.
0: Look, I mean, that is loser shit. And and again, like, some of these things are gonna cross, but like, that's, that's how you it's can scummy. be a scumbag. That's scummy. Especially what really makes it like outside of the loser thing and just the scummy thing is you can fucking afford it. Yeah. That, that's, that's the comeback part. Uh, let's, let's get the fight out the way. In regards to women, taking off the condom, you're already having consensual sex, and now you had to do some shit to make it unconsensual, to make it nasty. And I'm not judging a 19-year-old that did a bad thing once or twice, so now he's awful for life. I'm talking about grown men that know what they're doing is foul, and they keep fucking doing it. And I feel like that's a great metaphor for the scumbag. Also, gossiping. And to be clear, I don't gossip. Everybody I talk shit about on this podcast, I've told to go fuck themselves to their motherfucking face or digitally from my mouth to the devil's ear. But gossiping. And and by the way, if, if you don't cross a line, I don't name drop you. But not just gossiping, but gossiping with an intent to damage reputation for personal gain. Mm -hmm. That's like, dude, you a fucking scumbag.
1: Yeah, I think um, just to go back to what you were saying about like the taking the condom off thing. Yeah. That's actually now like considered rape. Like it's illegal. So as it should be as it should be. Um, But it's like it's one of those things that was like a joke for a long time, but it's actually like I mean, imagine if the dude has AIDS. Like, that's so fucked up. You're basically killing someone.
0: Did you see the movie Kids? No. All right. So basically, it was like this Larry Clark. It was like '90s movie and it had like skater culture. It had non-black kids saying like "nigga" in it a bunch. They're like white kids and they're just like, "Yeah, nigga." And then there was like a scene where like they beat up a black dude with their skateboards and they're having like like they're doing drugs and it's it's basically just like teenagers doing horrible things. So, anyways. The movie rosario Daw- it was like rosario dawson's first like big breakout whatever so uh rosario she um she had sex with like five six guys didn't use a condom and she gets tested with this other girl that only had sex once and rosario dawson of course didn't get aids and then the girl that just fucked one guy did and it was at camp you like camp <laughs> my
1: Literally. camp didn't have aids <clears throat> to my
0: knowledge right so, this is New York, though. So, anyway, <laughs> so, that happens, and then, blah, 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 a bunch of stuff. It's, like, an indie movie, so there's no, like, real plot. They're just kind of, like, living. And then, but the movie ends with this one kid that um, shoots up needles and stuff, and then the the movie ends with the girl that has AIDS passed out drunk at a party, and she's getting fucked up because she's depressed because she has AIDS. Right. You know, that's a good reason to get fucked up. But then the guy he fucking fucks her while she's asleep so he's got AIDS oh my god
1: that is so horrible
0: I wonder how many people in the movie theater were like yeah that's what he yeah now you got AIDS for raping like I do wonder Ugh. there's somebody in, like at least some like fucking small ass indie theater that felt that way but yeah that, that's that's the movie Wow yeah
1: lots of scumbags in that movie that's for sure
0: I know yeah yeah because
1: like when I think of scumbags I think of like In addition to the things that you said, bad tipping, um, being rude to waitstaff when they don't deserve it. Um, Correct. um, Talking shit, like being rude to your mother, like, you know, like being like, you fucking bitch, like, (laughs) you know, like, it's like, okay, you're that rude to the woman who created you. How are you going to act to everyone else, especially me? Um, And like, yeah, tipping shitty um, and then also just, like, talking shit about people for no damn reason. Like, if...
0: Yes!
1: Like, have you ever been with someone and you're, like, in line somewhere or, like, at a bar and they just turn around and be like, oh, that girl's fat. She should not be wearing that. And it's like, why the... F- First of all, you're not even here with her. Why do you need to say anything?
0: That, uh, like, the nigga's hair... Man, that nigga's hairline fucked up. Like, nigga, why are you looking at another grown man hairline? Like...
1: Yeah, it's like, mind your business, you know? <laughs>
0: That is like dirtbag shit one-on-one where it's like just yeah, you just see somebody walking. And I mean it's it's not about having the thought. It's about constantly putting the thought out there. I was like, I remember I was like at like a like outside a comedy show. It was some and it was a lady, she was obviously a cripple or well, handicapped, whatever, but she she was like walking real fucked up, like something was clearly wrong with her. And then this comment was like Man, she looked like her pussy probably did da, 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 da And he was trying to make oh a joke. Yeah. And me, it was me and Mark Smalls, and we were just looking at him like, I, like, 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 that's what you want, okay? All right. Yeah. And I mean, he, he didn't say it so she could hear it. He just he was just trying to make us laugh. But I uh, was just like, nigga, you weak. But shit like that, like, yeah, just shitting on strangers. Yeah,
1: well, that's like your first instinct, and it's like very transparent that that comes out of insecurity because you're worried that like. Someone's
0: gonna say shit about you, but it's like grow up. <laughs> that shit weak, man. Weak. I remember one time I was like out in I was at Blind Tiger with Ace and it was like this Mexican nigga that was like trying to roast uh me and Ace, but mainly me. And he was saying like he was saying like I look like Drake or Ice Cube or something, whatever like that. And I just torched his ass in front of his friends, like, oh, oh, oh and he didn't know I was a comic. I was like,
2: what does this <laughs> mean I am? <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: I have been
0: there. Yeah, I said something like "Nigga, you look like you got kicked out of Terror Squad." <laughs> just, they're like, "Ah, got kicked out of Squad!" Like it was really funny, but I don't know. Like, like you got like a certain type of Mexican nigga when they get drunk, like they just kind of turn into like high school all over again. <laughs> just like it's not like freestyle rapping and shit. Like, nigga, shut the fuck up. All right. Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, God, great example. Great example. Um. Here's another thing. Too many niggas don't want to leave that bitch around you. Oh. Like if a lot of guys are not comfortable because you know I've had probably like one friend that. God damn it! I've had I keep clicking snooze. Well, so-
1: you gotta
0: click close. Okay. Okay. Come 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 on. Come on. Well, hold on. We're, we're recording. Okay. Cool. Um. Anyways. I've had maybe one friend that didn't want his girl around me, and I, because I remember I seen her in the club one time, right? And I was drunk or whatever, so I was like, "Hey, what the fuck you unfriend me from Facebook? What the fuck did I do to you, bitch?" And then she was like, "It's because Troy wanted me too." And I, was, and, I was, and I was like, drunk. I was like, oh, is it because I'm good looking? And she was like, yeah. I was like, ha, weak nigga. And then, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Troy. All right. <laughs> but, but like, when niggas don't want to leave their girl around you and you think it's because they want you or the man is insecure, if too many men don't want their bitch around you, it's you. They know you a snaky motherfucker and they don't want to get uncomfortable with you. Or put a woman in a situation where it got to be some he said, she said. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I had this one comic, my ex, like, she said, like, yeah, he's. Being, he was asking me if, like, I'm a virgin. <laughs> yeah, not, like, I guess, like, he was just being weird because he's like, all right, I got three questions for you. And he was just being, like, a weird nigga and not, like, trying to go there with it. But I'm kind of, like huh then i that's just like an example i'm like okay i can see a nigga not want, but he's like a short nigga so i could be like eh, no, ain't nobody worried but that's like an example yeah that's
1: like,
0: crazy yeah the other example was like uh it was this one comic and this was like when i brought my side piece to a show and i have a full-on girlfriend and i brought my side piece to the, to the weekday show and then he pulls up on my side piece like yeah, yeah and, I, and i'm like nigga i'm with her what the fuck is wrong with you Like, and I got a girlfriend, like, you fucking my shit up because she going to be at that show. And he he just, like, kept looking because he was just like, yeah, shout out teen Stewart. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Like, so anyways, that's an example of that shit. Like, if niggas don't, niggas don't trust you, like, that girl around you. Here's the other thing. It's enough men that actually do want they They woman. In a room with a nigga that they actually think might try something, just to see, like, mm, where's her loyalty at? <laughs> I know one guy, he, what he, what the fuck he does is he actually, like, he told me he would, like, take a girl to, like, a dirty club in the city, like, just like a real, not, not like in terms of cleanliness, but probably, but like, just like a straight up, like, hood hip hop, just like, just ghetto sexuality nightclub, right? And he was like, yeah, and I'll take take them there to see how they they act. And, like, you know, have a few drinks and, like, just be like, all right, what's she going to do? Like, leave her, dance floor, go to the bathroom and see what happens.
1: That's insane.
0: I mean, you know, it's Bay Area nigga logic, but I mean. <laughs> okay, as long
2: as we agree to yeah.
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Bay Area, Bay Area logic is, like, very retarded, just generally speaking. Yeah. But it's also one of them things, like, I get why you would, though. You know what I mean? I guess so. But yeah. it's also,
1: like, if you think from her perspective, you're like, all right, well, he's taking me here. This means that this is his idea of, like, the night that we want to have. So that's, like, a that's like you're trapping your own self.
0: That is fucking <laughs> hilarious. That is fucking hilarious. Also, another reason is there are also men that are actually kind of freaky and just, like, might want to see what she does and watch. <laughs> like, there are some guys that be like, I mean, let me, let me just see what happens. Like,
1: this is a no judgment podcast.
0: Correct. So, if niggas don't trust you around that girl, you you got some scumbag shit going on. I remember it was this one dude, black dude, right? And he told me, like, he really likes chicks that are, like, in the obviously threesomes, but he likes chicks that are in, like, gangbangs. And so he told, he told me the story. And this might fall into the scumbag category for you. I don't know. But he told me like he was like, Yeah, like hi like gangbangs, cause it's like, you know, if you bust early, it's cool, and then you can come back. And he was telling me he's like, yeah, it was just like I had this one chick and like my cousin, he's like some small town and like he had never been to LA and I, you know, I had him over. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, you know, I'm fucking this chick and I leave the door open. And I was it's kinda like implied, like, yeah, come on in, nigga. And then I was like, I got done with her and then I tapped out and he tapped in and then <laughs> so all i'm saying is like is did
1: she know that
0: was coming yeah of course oh okay yeah no it's consensual like okay at least okay. when he told me the story it was like I, I mean i don't know but i, I assume it was mm-hmm. especially like the way he told it because there's there like a few niggas that have told me and this goes back to the dirt bags there are a few guys that have told me like how they've gotten some pussy and i've just been like everything like the way you're describing it there's like some kind of like I don't think you, like, raped a girl, but did some, like, rapey undertones. Yeah. But it's, like, the way he told it, it was, like, no, he, like.
1: It almost feels like more rapey undertones for the cousin than for the girl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how for the how for the cousin? I'm like,
1: okay, you going to go in there or not? It's, like, that's a little bit of pressure <laughs> without being
0: clear. Well, he just, like, left the door open. He could have closed it.
1: I, I mean, it just sounds like he was, like, pressuring his cousin to do this.
0: Well, he was just saying, like, it's out there. I think it's like his cousin was like a square he's and like, like an kinda open younger. Door yeah, he's like, Yeah, if you want to, you know. Look, man, I've been in some situations where like like a guy was like fucking a girl and the door is like wide open. And I kinda wonder what you know. And i kinda like and then he told me that story. I'm like, Wow, I wonder if that's an invitation. And I just like I always leave. I'm, just <laughs> like, okay. I'm not I'm not trying to hear you. I don't want to especially like if you're a homie, I don't want to know how you moan. Anything else to have for dirtbags? That's all I got. All right. -hmm. All right, now let's unpack a loser. Some would say fuck boy. By the way, I got a quick tangent I gotta get off real quick. So with fuck boy, I still think of like fuck boy is one of them terms that has been gentrified by like white girls like, oh my god, this guy ain't like they'll be discredited like, oh my god, this guy. He fucks so many girls who don't doesn't care about him. He's a fuck boy. I'm like, no, bitch, that's a real nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like when I hear fuck boy, I think about like I, like I don't know like 2003 Ti. You know, like basically saying like you bitch ass niggas. I'm not thinking about like an like an emotionally unavailable guy that, you <laughs> Is fuck that where with. it's
1: plaid and side parts? Yeah, like. <laughs>
0: Graham and Parker are not fuck boys. they' just, they just, they just white boys you fucking with, and they're whatever. But like, no, a fuck boy is like, like, bitch. You, it, it's like, it's like, like you Buster, you mark ass trick fuck boy. Like, I hate that. But so we're gonna get into, we're gonna get into losers. So for losers, I do want to have this fight out the way because there is this kind of thing of like, if a guy doesn't have a job, he's a loser. Cause also, let's be clear, like what I'm saying is, I'm talking about people that actually have shit going on with their lives. And they're fucking losers. But to get that out the way, you're a loser. Cause to get get the you're a loser if you don't have a job thing out the way. I think it's only true if you're not building something. Be in school, be in the process of excuse me, of starting a business. Be like if you're gonna be like a 32-year-old rapper, cool. Actually, be working on—I mean, this doesn't really sound cool, but like be working on like actually getting a fan base and engagement, and really working on your craft. Like whatever you do, really be about that shit. Because you do have these types of people that have been working since sixteen, and they have a chip on their shoulder if somebody isn't working. Like, like it's the same type of people that have an issue with somebody's weight, like like how could you never have a job do you ask your mommy for everything like they fucking suck they're like the same type of people that like are like the almost the same type of people as the oh i'm standing in line and let me just say foul shit about a stranger that looks perfectly nice
1: yeah i mean i think that it's also like when you're talking about like if you're building something there is like a distinction there because i think that like nowadays it's very easy for people to be like yeah i'm grinding I'm hustling. <laughs> okay? All I need
2: is motivation. I need
1: three people to buy these essential oils, and then you can sell essential oils, and then you can make other people sell essential oils. And it's like, that is called a pyramid scheme. You already lost because you oh, went you into it. Because <laughs> yeah. I think there are a lot of people who like take the, the words of entrepreneurship when they start getting sucked into an MLM and, like, yeah, sorry, that's not a job. And that's gonna make you lose money. Yeah. So you're a loser if you're doing
0: that. Okay, that's a good thing. Yeah, if you're if you're in a the pyramid, the- pyramid scheme, you're a fucking loser. Yeah. That's just fair to say. Like the fact that somebody could just convince you to do like you're, you're <laughs> not you're not a, in a pyramid scheme in the '80s when it's like oh well we didn't know and we were doing well financially. You got to understand it was a different time. Like yeah. no, if you're like in a pyramid scheme. In the last 15 years, you're a fucking loser.
1: We have Reddit and Google right now. Like, I can go on Reddit and find every single story about what's fucked up about every multi-level marketing scam. So why can't you?
0: Right. Right. But we established not having a job and not trying to do more is being a loser. And just because you are not currently working at the moment doesn't mean you're a loser. Correct. Yeah. This is funny, man. I knew this one chick. And she was telling me, like, she was like, yeah, like, my ex-boyfriend. Like, he didn't have a job. but Like, he went to, like, he was super educated. He went to, he graduated from Cal, and he did, <clears throat> excuse me, like, grad school at, like, Columbia or something like that. But her Mexican-ass daddy was always like, so, you don't have a job? What's he gonna get a job? And it's like, well, you know, it's like, he can't find anything right now, but that don't mean he's, and he had a bunch of money saved up from his last job. So he was, like, fine to work. But, like, right the perception of him, and this is also like a thing with Mexicans, where it's like if you don't have a job, like you're the worst fucking person ever. I remember trying to get a job at Chipotle and like, I had never had a job. And I was like, you know, and this was like, you know, when I like just started kind of getting on shows and just getting like $20 spots around uh, the city. And I was just like, you yeah, know, because the lady was like so confused, like the manager of the Chipotle, she's like, like, what do you do all day? Like, what, what do you even do if you don't have a job? And I'm like, well, you know, I do stand-up comedy. And then the white guy that was like the assistant manager, he was like, Oh, really cool. So where do you prefer? he was just being like all just G-golly white? Like, really? Wow, that's that's neat. And she's like, So so you just you go to these places, but you don't have a like, how do you get there? Like just <laughs> so perplexed about like how like I was able to exist <laughs> without knowing that. It's kinda like it's kind of like when you meet somebody that like doesn't watch TV and they're like, I just don't watch TV at all like and outside of the fact they're being they they're often fucking annoying just like wait so you don't know about like so you don't get any references ever like and that's what and she was like and seeing you have no references <laughs>
2: <That's>
0: <laughs> <outside>. <laughs> okay job shit out the way um
1: well i would say like the, no, yeah, the, the real thing there is like ambition so like if you don't have a job but like that guy you mentioned it he's applying to jobs he's got ambition he's got an advanced degree But like, it's you're not a loser You're a loser if you're just like, yeah, no, like making excuses for like all the reasons why you can't try hard, like that's when you're a loser. Like we all know Uh those people who are like, well, see, the thing is like, I would have been able to do this, but see, they wanted me to come in at 7am on a Monday (laughs) and see the thing is, uh, well, the way that the BART schedule worked out is, and it's like, what? Like you didn't, you didn't just show up and make money. Like what? (laughs)
0: <laughs> you're saying like people to make excuses for themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: And it's just very obvious through their actions, even if their words say otherwise, that they have no desire to actually, you know, make something of themselves. And that's when you're a loser.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, like you. I feel like you're a loser, like when you have no interest in stepping up your game. It is, guys. We need a push in certain directions sometimes. Not everybody was born a Jay Z verse. <laughs> David Goggins don't translate to everybody. not everybody just like wants to like lick Gary Vee's balls. We're not all like that. Some of us do need like to find like a like an older woman or like really be, have her back against the wall or really see some fly shit in order to be like you know what I need to get my money right.
1: Everyone has their own journey and I think like in your 20s, yeah people kind of kicking into gear at different times. I think I'm talking more about people who it's like okay like you're out of school. You've been out of school for a while, like the bills are coming. What do you do?
0: Can we talk about job shaming for a second? Yes. So because like I said, you can be a you can be a loser with the job. <clears throat> I want to talk about because I am we are very, very anti job shaming here, but this is also about perception to society. So, for example, we do look at, like, a 22-year-old working at Taco Bell to fucking pay his way through school or whatever or that's enrolled in school differently than we look at a 22... Or even, like, say, a 28-year-old working at Taco Bell that's just, like, kind of going through life.
1: Yeah. We don't look
0: at them the same. But, I mean, can you... Like, for you as a woman, out in the day, like, first off, would you date a guy to work at Taco Bell?
1: At this current age? Yes. Is he management?
0: No. No, he's not.
1: Does he want to be management?
0: Let's say he does. And let's say he doesn't.
1: If he does, maybe. he doesn't, no.
0: What are, like, some occupations where you just like, ah, I couldn't do it. Like, for you as a woman as like a yuppie woman
1: of course my mind goes straight to undertaker
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <My God. laughs> like, <ew>. um, <laughs> no i think like i think there's certain aspects of the entertainment industry i'm just like no like club promoter <clears throat> like
0: <laughs> well that's not re- i don't want to say that's straight up a pyramid scheme but that is its own version of like bullshit
1: yes yeah
0: well, okay, what if you're, like, one of these, like, Vegas guys that, like... Because I'll be seeing, like, these girls on, like, Instagram. They're, like, in the gym every day and just are, like, you know, bad bitch prototypes to, like, live in Houston. And they'll be, like, out in Vegas, and they'll be, like, tagging, like, a bunch of niggas with them. And it's all, like, the same, like, chiseled jaw fucking... They're not really... They're definitely not black. They, they might be Mexican. They might be Armenian. But, like, just these, like, tan like video game default character looking niggas with their shirts off and their six packs and they're like club promoters and like i specialize in hospitality and basically like when drake comes to town they hook up drake with like the limos and all that shit, or like two chains or whoever
1: yeah vegas is its own animal because their their whole industry is entertainment so i think that actually is a little bit different but if we're talking like the bay area Hell
0: no. Like <laughs> You're a club promoter at the Dirty Bird in Hayward. Hey!
1: <laughs> yeah, and like, like what are they gonna have me do? I have to share every single promotion on my Facebook where I'm not loyal. Like, I don't want that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you won't share a like bitch ass flyer with like the fucking wet- speakers. <laughs>
1: it's wet t shirt night. <laughs> wet t shirt Tuesday <laughs> It'd
0: be a picture of like like a fucking like pitbull and like a a a vixen on the front and they're not even with the fucking like you really think they're showing to san francisco on a thursday idiot like no i'm just saying we're playing pitbull
1: ridiculous so yeah that's definitely one of the professions i couldn't be with um i think that like it it is all very circumstantial at this age like i would want someone who is higher up than just being than like being like a barista or like something like that like i would want someone who's a little bit more of like a boss frankly and so if they're being a barista but it's because they're supporting like a creative project or something like that then that's one thing but if it's like that is just their life like yeah no i just like show up i, I make the drinks i'm pretty good at it too <laughs> like it's like okay and then what like i just feel like i don't yeah. have anything to talk about with you you know
0: but if it's like if it's like okay they're they have like a a day job and then they're a barista for extra income, then that's different.
1: Oh yeah. That's totally different.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. If someone has like a, like a day job that just doesn't pay well, like, I mean, I'm in the Bay area. I know how expensive it is here. Like, and when I first started out in my first like corporate job, I was driving Uber Eats. So it's like, there's no job shaming here. Right. Yeah. But I, but I think it's more like the compatibility thing of like, Okay, if your literal day-to-day is I work 36 hours a week at Starbucks and that is, like, it, like, I'm not striving for anything else, then um, then I would say, like, when I come home with my problems from work, like, you're not going to be able to relate, you know? Like, it's, it's going to be like, oh, well, I had this issue with a project manager and I had to fire someone and it's like, oh, um... Well, we had a really tough customer, and
0: it's
1: like, it's just like, it just feels like you can't relate as much.
0: All right, so indulge me here. This doesn't really happen, but please indulge me.
1: Okay.
0: Is, let's say it's somebody that does work a fast food construction sort of job.
1: Construction, I
0: like. Well, yeah, because the benefits of a guy being in shape, but it's still like, it's still like in the category of like basic nigga jobs, right? Sure. But, okay, let's say you don't get the physical benefits of so you. <laughs> fucking horny slight. <laughs> anyway, so, like, but let's say it's, like, like that type of job, right? Mm-hmm. So, and it's not like, nah, like, management isn't really me. I really can't see myself dealing with all those different types of personalities. And I don't really want to go to school. I just don't really, like, sit in a classroom. Like, I'm, like, too, I'd rather, like, constantly be doing something or doing something with my hands. And no, nah, I don't want to start my own business. It's not even like I'm scared of failing. It's just kind of like I know how long it takes to make a profit and I don't really want to do that. But they fucking read and they, they're well cultured and they like poetry and they have very all types of interests and they're really good listeners. Really? So how so how do you so how do you deal with something like that? Really, really, really? And they've like ask questions, good listeners, and they actually have well. So it sounds like to me, what you should do. And the, and the reason that they're so good at listening and helping you find out your problems is because, like, they they read a ton of books and they watch a bunch of TV. So they have a bunch of reference points and they're like, eh, and they can actually help you figure your shit out. So
1: you're saying they kind of are like a couch potato all day, but they're good at listening?
0: Well, can, well, can you also, is reading a couch potato thing too?
1: Well, I'm you a couch potato you're reader? consuming content all day.
0: Sure, but also like a lot of like good books yeah critically acclaimed shit
1: sure
0: and that and that is a reference point point. and they like live and mix it up with people and they're social and they're open
1: do they like do laundry
0: sure like yeah they're productive do
1: they no but i mean like do they help around the house like oh, of, course, of course of course okay well that matters
0: um, well, no you're not living with these niggas you're just, not living with no you.
1: oh we are just dating we're talking about date no you not at all it. we're, we're all. just, we're we're all. just we're
0: dating yeah but like on the more serious side but no they they, they, and, they and they
1: basically have like no emotion. they
0: don't need to live with you Okay, they basically
1: have, like, no ambition
0: beyond what they're currently Correct. Doing. It's still a no for me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so You really are a 28-year-old woman. <laughs> you went the straight, like, what, well, do they help out around the house?
2: we're not talking about the dating! <laughs> that
0: is fucking funny.
1: Watch
0: my kids? <laughs> uh, oh! Let's go there with it. What's the losers? Let's go there with it guys that have multiple kids by multiple different women look i understand getting a hood rat pregnant once if you grew up in that environment what i don't understand is doing it again and again and again i mean i understand it because niggas need a house to stay at if they don't work and like i obviously don't fuck with it but this is also like a guy that actually has shit going for himself that i would have standards for like in a homeboy kind of way. Cause like, I do see these niggas that like, are like, you know, they got like a career or whatever, but they're still having like babies with like three, four different women. Like they're getting NBA checks that can support that, that type of tomfoolery. You know? And I mean, like, look, honestly, that type of stuff, guys that have something going on for themselves, having a bunch of chicks, like, I kind of, I kind of, I look at that more suspect than I do, like, a guy trying to trap a chick. Because, like, I do know some niggas that have been like, man, this bitch, man, she a nurse. And, like, you know, he cuts, like, hair or something. He's he's never trying to own a shop. But, like, it's this nurse who makes bank, and he's like, man, I'm a trapper. (laughs) And, like, I, you know, I get that. And it's extra bad if he has a bunch of side kids. And it's like, well, nigga, you better make sure this is where the fuck your home is at then. But like I'm talking cuz I do know some guys that they like just they've had a bunch of kids with different chicks and they and they have career jobs with health benefits they make over 100k a year.
1: I would upgrade this guy from loser to scumbag. Oh, okay. Because you you I mean you're basically saying like they're using <laughs> higher paid women for their own gain like screw you. <laughs> you know, that's very manipulative and that's really fucked up for those kids.
0: That is Bay Area.
1: That's everywhere.
0: I know, but well, I guess Bay Area niggas just brag about it more.
1: Okay.
0: When you, yo, know, when you were dating, did you ever feel like, like, did you ever come across a guy that you felt was like trying to come up on you, but like, like on your like financial status?
1: No, I didn't really date anyone that I felt was was doing that.
0: Ariel just said, I didn't date any
1: niggas. (laughs) What do you mean by that?
0: No, I mean, like, I just do know a lot of guys, like, a lot of guys like, do, are trying to, like, oh, this girl doing this? Okay, I need to fuck with her. But not kind of like, man, she's really about something, like me, on some, like, yeah. Like, I can get something
1: out of her? I
0: mean, I'm just gonna say, like, I know a lot of Oakland niggas that are like, yeah, man. Then I'm get this white bitch credit card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nigga. Then I was using her daddy car. I was, I was, I was driving around town using this bitch whip. Like that. Yeah, that's... no.
1: Thankfully, no.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Moving on. Here's, here's the thing, and this goes back to what you said earlier, but is you don't take constructive criticism well, and you that's just how I am your way through life. And that's something corny niggas will do. Corny niggas always, I'm myself. You can ask my family you to death. And it's like what you said. Like, you complain about shit. The people that's in your corner and the people that will tell you what it is as real as possible, what you're doing wrong, and you just go, well, that's just how I am. Change yourself or change your world, but you just choosing to remain in that situation, loser. Loser. <laughs> I thought you had something to add. <laughs> okay, um, and lastly, with the loser thing, I want to talk about substance. gonna be a little touchy. I don't know. I am not pro drugs. I'm not. I'm not pro hard drugs. But with that being said, with like what I spend on wine, I really, I can't be like, oh, you spend all that money on cocaine? You should get a trip. I'm like, well, I'm in a wine club. Um, but yeah, where do you stand with like drug use and like if it makes you a loser or a scumbag or all that?
1: I I think I'm a pretty compassionate person, so I understand how like addiction works. But if we're talking about like, am I dating you? No. Uh, if you're addicted to, to drugs, it's just straight up no. Um, but if you're like I, I wouldn't say like drug use itself is what makes you a loser. I think that like it's a little bit more complicated than that because of the way that like hard drugs affect your the chemicals in your brain and give you withdrawal symptoms. So I feel like it's more like a medical problem than it is like a character problem at a certain point.
0: Okay, yeah. I want I want I, well, I'm curious like how how much drugs play into character for you? <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, people who are addicts will act very, very with poor character because they want money for drugs.
0: Right, right. Because I don't I don't are... I don't wanna talk about like cause there's certain like levels of people on here. Like I don't want I don't wanna talk about like guys that are just like, you know, the worst fucking humans ever. I don't wanna talk about like drug addicts or rapist guys. Like I wanna talk about like the here's my question with drugs. Right. So we we got that dude, Carl Hart, the harvard professor or whatever columbia columbia, columbia. Yeah. and he's black he dude. Carl Hart. what's his name carl yeah carl hart what'd i say he
1: said carl like you're from dc <laughs>
0: carl hart this carl hart so he basically came out and he was like yeah you know like I, I do heroin like after work it's like you know it's just i calm down and you gotta like and that's the thing about niggas with long hair. They're going to let you know if they got some good dope. <laughs> <laughs> it don't matter, like, if they on the sidewalk, like, playing a ukulele or they teach in a class at Columbia. They're going to let you know it's some good dope around. <laughs> so, but like that. So, like, you and I, we both know. I obviously in my world know plenty of, you know, recreational hard drug users. And you, there was um, Louise, coworker, right? Yeah. And Louise was, like, you know, white girl, and she was just, like, she would, like, casually talk about her drug use. And then you got, like, I won't say her name, but, like, your other college friend that, like, I I made, like, just a kind of – because I like to just kind of, like, mention cocaine casually to just see who's doing what. And then she's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I love cocaine. like, And and Ariel was like, what? You do cocaine? Really? (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time like one person is uh works in tech and has the shit together and you know looks fuckable and the other is uh you know in grad school or she teaches she does some shit at a university she's getting her PhD she's getting her PhD <laughs> but she still likes to do cocaine from time to time so my thing is you think she she don't pay for it you think I she I think, think pay she's for gone it? in on it but I don't
1: think she's actually bought
0: it from anyone ah uh, she's okay so she like pizza pies the cocaine yeah all yeah, yeah. right <laughs> okay. so what about someone uses drugs in that sense though
1: uh i still don't like it <laughs> like i'm still not like, dating that person even though they're like on paper like financially sound because i just know that for me that's not kind of like a lifestyle i want to be around on a day-to-day basis um But I like, are they losers? No, because they have other things going for them, but it's just a slippery slope.
0: Mm. Yeah. Okay. At what point do you think, like, drug use, like, let's say, and you're still keeping your drug use, alcohol use, like, can make you go into losing territory? Is it like how open you are with it? Or is it like, because for me with drugs, it's like, I mean, I got plenty of homies who, like, use cocaine and do opioids. And, like, I'm not, like, not going to have a conversation with one of them with, about their use because then I got to have a conversation with all them niggas about their use. But my thing is, it's, like, when your life revolves around getting high.
1: Yeah.
0: And getting fucked up. And it's, like, all right, you, like, the one like the one nigga, like, that, that we both know, he fucked up his life off of cocaine. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up like, I'm not going to put all his business out there. But bottom line is he he got, you know, he ended up beating up a bitch over it. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to, welcome to the Quitsy Jokes podcast, Bob. <laughs> 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 but this nigga basically was like using blow and he had some domestic issues with a girl. And then he, he found out like a bunch of niggas was fucking his bitch. And like he just, but he was like using so much. He was fucking coked out of his mind and he was just, like, wiling out and like, his moods and everything that comes with excessive cocaine use. But I started to look at him, and, like, he, you know, he he bounced back. But I looked at him like, all right, you're more of a loser than, like, a a nigga with no ambitions that likes to do blow and party hard when he's off and then goes back and clocks back in and works. like. And I'm just kind of like, all right, you just, on a certain level, you're a certain member of society, and I don't even want to call – because there's, like, an association with drug use and, like, calling somebody a loser. So that's just why I want to unpack that.
1: Yeah, I'd say it's, like, at the point when you start acting out of character and treating people badly, that's, like, that's like the line for me. I think, like, the two people you mentioned before, it's not like they were treating people badly. Um, and they don't seem to be, like, hurting themselves too much from doing it. So right. they're not, like, on that level. But the reason I say that for me it's still a hard no is because it's, Eventually that day comes. Like, there's no casual cocaine user who just like is always gonna be a casual cocaine user. Like, they're always gonna want more, you know?
0: Well, my one homie, like he he was like, so I have this Not <laughs> <laughs> being good impressions,
2: Lyle. I I know I know. all don't. the cats out of the bag. All right, <laughs> okay, all right, good. all right.
0: Let me do it. Like, right, let me do Dave Chappelle's white guy voice, so Lyle. I have a rule when it comes to my cocaine usage what i do is i don't do cocaine after midnight and he that's what he did for himself he set rules
1: he doesn't do it after so he does it during the day
0: whenever it works but you know, I, have to, <laughs> I mean yeah it's like how does that work like is this a thing you like doing below 4 a.m though like I mean, maybe he's off.
1: cracked the code that carl hart is saying is out there And <laughs> so good for him um that's just not something i would want to be around
0: Fair enough. So good guys, nice guys, nice guys finishing last.
2: I want Ariel to help us
0: unpack this. Because I don't date men, so I can't speak on it the same way about, like, what is a good guy. And I don't want to use my standards for being, like, a stand-up guy or a real nigga or a real one for our non-black listeners. I don't want to use because, like, my standards for that ain't the same thing. And I know guys that I consider real niggas and stand-up guys, they probably do some shit that, you know, ain't the coolest of women. So in those regards, how do you define a good guy? Because I have my, my shit for like what makes a good girl.
1: I'd say honesty and follow through are like the two ingredients of a good guy. Like be honest upfront with your intentions. Um and if you those change like let 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 a girl know and then also follow through with what it is you're saying like it i think a lot of guys think they can just like say nice things and that's the same thing as being a good guy and it's just not so yeah those are the two ingredients
0: all right so here's something to throw in some gray area let's do it throw in a little nuance so I do think there is this thing, and I found myself in this position plenty of times where I've always been, like, upfront, like, no, this is what I want. This is what I'm about. This is who I am as a player, right? But I do think there's this thing where women do this thing where they start to make you feel like you're not a good guy because you're kind of like, I don't feel comfortable with that shit. I ain't trying to do that shit. I ain't trying to be around them motherfuckers. Is that something that you you like... You understand what I'm saying, right?
1: Like, basically, you're not a good guy because you're not doing what she wants you to do?
0: Yeah, like, you have your standards and your boundaries, but then it's like, well, I'm willing to do these things for you. Well, I'm willing to do this. Well, I went out of my comfort zone for you. And then it's like, your good guy card is taken. Because I've been called... You know manipulative and all these other And not just by you like, it's just, Well if it's a recurring theme Asshole <laughs> but Like in all seriousness though That is the thing where like guys Get put in that position where it's like
1: I mean That that kind of goes to like Yeah obviously everyone has their own boundaries and lines But if you're talking about like I don't want to see these people I don't want to do this thing And it's always a I don't I don't I don't but at the same time you're like come with me here come with me there show up here then that's more of like an issue of like
0: oh totally agree totally agree ability. totally agree yeah yeah, yeah. fuck that yeah, no no i agree <laughs> fuck that guy that has these expectations for her to do certain things that he's not willing to do i totally agree with that yeah i'm speaking to the guy that's like you know I, I, all right all right with some. um like, for me, for example, like, I wouldn't want to go hiking or camping with a bunch of white people.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I, like, Will fucking, like, Will, like, Will will go hiking with uh Katie and them people. But at the same time, Will's, like, there's, like, some black couples there, too. So, like, it's, you know. But me, like, I don't want to go camping with a bunch of white people. Or I don't want to. And, like, you you would never try to make me do this. But I can picture myself in this sort of relationship where, like, Oh, here's a good example. Let's say, like, your cousin Ilana. Let's say I'm dating somebody like Ilana, right? (laughs) And Ilana is Ariel's, like, crazy-ass nurse cousin that, you know, she could drink you under the table. Uh, She's fucking wild. She's very, like, you know, she's, like, a very uh, 2002 MTV, TRL type of white girl. For context. So, anyways... Hey, what's going on, doggy? (laughs) So... She like she went, um, with all her other vaccinated nurses because she's a nurse, thank you. And <laughs> she's they went to the big island in Hawaii and they got like an Airbnb and all stayed together, had a good time. But like, I'm the type of person where, like if I was in that situation where a girl was like, Hey, uh, we're all gonna get this Airbnb and we're gonna stay together, and you're gonna be with these like you know, seven, eight uh, white motherfuckers you met like three, four times. And we gonna kick it with them. I'm like, I don't wanna be around them motherfuckers. And they're like, no, but like this, this matters to me. Well, no, I've seen your. Well, okay, like, I see your family too, and blah 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 blah. But no, I I don't do that. And then all of a sudden, you're like in this, and then like she gets out there, and then like you don't go, come with her, and then she's talking all this shit, and then it's like, Man,
2: I don't wanna be around
0: all the white folk.
2: <laughs> and then like, well what? So want to... No, but we're totally night, gonna...
0: And then she's calling like,
2: You would have had a good time and we we barbecued and we did this <laughs> like, No, I just really wish you were here and you should be here. <laughs> I don't want to get a hotel away from my friends. They're my friends.
0: And by the way, we're not roasting Elana We're like saying this is a situation we can picture a lot of guys in. Yeah. And I am throwing an interracial relationship component on it. But I mean, because that's just more entertaining. But you get where I'm going with this. So for guys in that situation, and then it's like, because that, that to me is a sort of situation where, <clears throat> all right, I don't want to travel. And that's just universal. It's people... Like, I wouldn't even want to go someplace, like, with a bunch of black folk that I only met a few times. Or, like, I mean, they cool, but I ain't, like, trying to be in a house with, like, a bunch of niggas like that. Like, you know, and I mean niggas in, like, a, a human, a homo sapien way.
1: <laughs> I think that you're not, to answer your question, Yeah, uh, you're not being a bad guy, but you do have to give a level of communication that's beyond, I don't like to do that. Because that, I think, is a kind of, like, like dismissive waves that like going about it, because I think that if that's like that, like everyone sharing a place and having a good time is a normal enough thing to where you, it is kind of on you to be like, here's my reasoning. Here's what makes me uncomfortable about that. I wish, I hope you go. I hope you have fun. Like send me pictures. I get it that you want to go with your friends, but this is not going to be for me. Like, and kind of laying it out, I think is respectful because that way, it's not just fuck your friends.
0: All right, all right, all right, so, so you're the man for a second. I'm gonna be a woman now.
2: Okay. I just feel like you don't step outside of your comfort zone, okay? I go to like all these places with you, and I'm down for whatever, and I'm so open, and it's like I don't want to stay in a hotel and be away from my friends, and like that's like what memories are made of, or like connecting with other people, and like I don't want like all our vacations just to be us doing a little two hour drive away from town, and we come back and We stay in some crummy hotel. Like, I wanna, and I can't really see my friends like that. It's so hard to see my friends.
1: (laughs) Well, sweetheart, I think you're being a little hyperbolic.
2: Don't sweetheart me! (laughs) I'm not being hyperbolic, you're being hyperbolic.
1: Uh, This is just one time and I've told you why I'm not comfortable with the group staying thing. I would love to go on another trip with your friends if we can have our own privacy. And that's just what makes me feel comfortable. So I'd really love for you to think you have your own room. though. that's privacy. It's not private enough for me. I don't want to share a a bathroom with these people. We have
2: our own bathroom. I told you about the place. I showed it to you. (laughs) I showed it. You didn't even look at the pictures.
1: You know, it's just that I need my space to decompress and not be around people at all times. And being in just one room in the house and being the guy who's in the room while everyone else is out of the room, that's just not a situation I want to be in, feeling pressured to do something I'm not comfortable with at multiple times throughout a
2: trip that's supposed to be for fun. Well, so what? You're just gonna go and just, like, you'll stay with us and then you'll just, like, lay down on the bed and play on your phone? Like, what's the fun in that? You're supposed to have fun with us because it's what the fuck I want.
1: (laughs) I think we need to have a different discussion.
2: All I'm saying is I feel I go out of my way for you so often. So often I do these things like you want to do and I don't always want to go there. I I don't always want to stay out that late, but I do it for you. And I feel you are hurting me (laughs) because I want something and I've done things for you that you wanted and now I want a thing and now I feel so hurt.
1: Well, here's the difference. The difference is... Sweetie. (laughs) (laughs) the difference is that you're asking me to go on a vacation for multiple days and staying out late and coming place with me I love it when you come with me it's appreciated but if you told me I'm not comfortable going there that'd be a conversation I'm open to having I have told you I didn't listen sounds like I'm in the wrong here
0: no bitch I never did tell you (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: oh my god! I need we are st- having fun. W- yeah, we're cooning. I need a stage so fucking lit. This is coming so <laughs> out. Yeah. I-, I have never been on stage for so since <laughs> November, and it shows. It's funny, and all these other bitch ass tech niggas out here. Anyways, all right. So yeah, so guys find themselves in that situation a lot. Um, you said something real interesting to me one time. You said. Cause you were saying like nice guys are like some bitches like yeah that's not exactly no you kind of did say that cause you were saying and I'm uh it's not verbatim I'm paraphrasing that's what I was looking for I'm paraphrasing here but it's basically you said something to effect of there are these good guys and they're like. Well, I'm a good guy. I treat women right. I don't rape them. You're not supposed to. But it was basically like, (laughs) like, you know, I'm fucking, I'm a good guy. And like, I plan dates and I take them out and I pay for everything. And what the fuck? They should be, they should be giving me a rim job. And like, they're just so, and they should be my wife. Like, what the fuck? I'm so nice. I'm so nice. And you were saying like, there's a difference between being a nice guy and a good guy.
1: Yeah. Being a nice guy, I think, uh, happy to. I think that. Nice guy is the kind of thing that a guy will say about themselves, and sometimes women will say about them too. Be like, "Well, he's really nice. Like, he's, he is nice, but there's always a but, you know? Like, just doesn't."
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I want to get into. Get my
1: pussy wet. <laughs> Yeah, to but like, it's like I think that there are guys who are like conflict being nice with being like, like the kind of guy. Like sometimes it's just not a compatibility and. Guys will be like, but I was perfectly nice.
0: Like, I was nice. I bought these drinks. I was super nice. <laughs> no, no, no. Can we, can we, like, just, but right there, like, I bought these drinks. It's like, nigga, you think she's supposed to do what you want for, like, $29? <laughs> like, would you, like, would you honestly want to wife up a chick that, like, you could get for, like, $29 worth of liquid drinks? Is that where your head's at, motherfucker? Ooh,
1: tell them. Um,
0: <laughs> As you were, though. Yeah,
1: and so it's, like, And it's like, no, you stopped being nice the second that you assumed that you deserved something like that without like reading the situation, you know, like, like, okay, I'll give an example. There's, and and also like those types of quote unquote, nice guys can end up being really fucking creepy and kind of scary. So I'm going to give an example that just happened. I was in an Uber like yesterday, literally yesterday. And the guy, the driver was really fucking weird. Like he was trying to chat with me and I didn't want to talk and everything he said just rubbed me the wrong way. Like he started talking about, uh, Oh, where'd you go today? Oh, what did you do? Oh, were you returning the car? What'd you do? Where'd you go? Who are you with? Like all these questions where it's like, yeah, you could read that as being just do you get like, dick? <laughs> friendly. But I was like, I was like, cause I, and, and, and then he goes, um, are you from the East Bay? And I'm like, I'm from Oakland. And he's like, oh, my little sister went to Bishop O'Dowd. And I was like, so did my sister. And then he's like, well, did she go there to get away from you, like, mine did? And it's like, I know he thinks he's being nice, but he's creeping me the fuck out.
0: All right, so what (laughs) ethnicity was he? Yes. Brown. No. Is he black? No. Thank God he wasn't black. (laughs) Was he white? Yes. Okay.
1: Big old white boy. (laughs) Eat a bowl of food in your fridge. (laughs) He left his McDonald's bag in the seat.
0: Oh, nasty! Oh, that's a (laughs) McNasty right there.
1: That was how the drive started. But so, yeah, you you say things like that, and then you're, like, just asking me questions, and I don't know if you're going to flip on me in a second for being a bitch. You know what I'm saying?
0: Like, because you don't want to talk? Because I don't
1: want to talk, and I don't want to give you details about my life, and you creep me out.
0: I'm going to tell you, like, the closest I've felt to that is, like, having, like, six niggas trying to sell you their mixtape on Telegraph Avenue.
1: At the same time? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that that sounds scary. That shit do
0: be feeling like friendly extortion, but you got to look at them like, I ain't a rapper, nigga. And, like, you know these niggas are, like, tougher than you. And I'm a tough guy. Like, but I'm still, like, I'm still smart enough to know, like, yeah, but I'm not, it's some things I'm not willing to do. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So in that ride, like I literally had my thumb on the little emergency thing on the on the Lyft app, just in <laughs> case. I'm just like, I don't know. Like, A- Aria <laughs> sent me
0: that that you, like uh, when you get the, wants you to monitor their ride. She sent me that shit multiple times, and then like it's like I could only look at it through the uh, through like the Safari on my phone and not the not the Lyft app.
1: Weird. Okay, now I know.
0: Yeah, but I kept looking and kept, like, updating your, your your location. Yeah. Yo, that's, like, the thing that's a bitch is, right, is, like, your girl will, like, tell you, like, oh, man, this shit happened in, like, the Lyft or the Uber. But, like, you can't go out and find the driver. It's, yeah. like, okay. all right, all right, th- just wait here for a minute. So what's your name? All right, come down and whoop this nigga ass. And they got, like, her <laughs> credit card, know where <laughs> we live. And it's, like, how, how do you win that situation other than no. just, like, giving a bad review and saying some shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: I know. But yeah, so some nice guys—it's like in their head they think I'm being nice. I'm asking questions, like I'm showing interest, and it's like you're not reading what this other person wants out of that moment. So you are not being nice.
0: It's kind of, this wine is amazing, by the way. But is it kind of like the fucking? Um, is it kind? Of, yeah, have a sip. Is it kind of like? Oh, by the way, since everybody asked me like what I sip during the episodes, we're sipping uh, La Puerta.
1: La Puerta
0: from Dot Winery. It, and it is uh, ran by this uh, lovely uh, Filipino Hawaiian lady. I yeah.
1: like
0: her. Yeah, she's awesome. And oh my gosh, she wanted to fuck me so bad. Anyways.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> you told her, her Harold was like Halle Berry.
0: That's not exactly what I <laughs> No, she was like being all insecure about herself. So she was like, I'm meeting my high school teacher. but like, She's like from San Jose, so uh, connect the dots. But she's like, the meeting up with him, and like, I gotta like cover up because I put on like 15 pounds. And I was like, and my kids get on me, like, oh, mom cut her hair. I'm like, no, you gotta tell me on your Halle berry 90s shit. And she's like, oh, I like that. I like that a lot.
1: <laughs>
0: and I was like, man, these bitches be trying to fuck me in front of my moms and my girl. <laughs> you gotta think like that about yourself, kings. Anyways, uh, what, what were we talking about?
1: Nice guys, good guys. Yeah,
0: nice guys, good guys. Cause like yeah, there is this thing where it's like the with nice guys and good guys where it's like, yeah, man, like motherfuckers I mean, okay, you know, I wanna I wanna um I I don't exactly wanna shoot angry nice guys some bail per se, but I do wanna set their bail at twenty thousand real quick. Okay. So There is something very frustrating when you do every because I had like my cold year, but also like this is 2017. I was talking to Zink about this, how like everything with women and everything was just like kind of off in like 2016, 2017. And it felt like everybody was missing. Zink was saying to me like, man, I'm so fucking glad I didn't like I wasn't because I was like his age now was like 26, 27, 25. He was like, I'm so glad I wasn't in my mid 20s post Me Too movement because like it was just a weird energy in the air and Donald Trump was just in office and people's on that bullshit. But anyways, me like going through uh you know a significant cold streak, I was just kind of like nigga, fuck these bitch. And then like the the shit with Blair I talked about last episode or uh whatever episode that was, um on on the Picky Being Standards episode. So anyway, so what I'm saying is like I do think there's a sort of thing where it's like can you blame a guy for kind of like losing his shit if he's just like being solid and...
1: But I, I feel like that's totally different. Like... Right, right, right. That right. scenario... And like... I'm not
0: saying like uh, for scaring a bitch more than twice but I'm saying like can you like blame him for you know, like just being like, what the fuck? I'm like a good guy. I'm a nice guy.
1: I mean, I think you gotta like be, have a little bit of self-awareness if this is a kind of fake pattern that's happening. And it doesn't mean to say you're wrong each time, but it could also be the kind of women you're going after, because, like, in that scenario, you're like... But I want to go back to the guys who think that they're nice and they're, like, not good guys. Okay, yeah, yeah, Real quick. Um, so there is, like, a, a variety of this, and I see it a lot in, like, the tech world of, like, these quote-unquote, like, woke white guys who, like, they love to explain to you all the the challenges women face. Yeah. You, well, you know, my sister, she's told me about this, you know, you know, at the end of the day she doesn't get to relax. She's got to do all these things. Yeah. It's so unfair. And it's like, they love having that conversation of like, Oh, what is it that, what is it that like um, women have to go through and like, I'm so in touch and I'm so aware and it's like, okay, okay stop talking to me about this like if you really if this is really something you care about then like go ahead and like talk to our ceo about giving us you know you know female time off or whatever the hell you want us to have but other than that stop talking
0: (laughs) i am an ally that's what they're doing yeah but it's like with the expression
1: turtleneck i'm an ally my penis is always soft don't worry you know like
0: i'm gonna talk about that type of guy in another episode but I, I totally know there there's like a certain type of bitch-ass white guy that likes to fucking shit on black men and be like oh man i'm a feminist uh, this is problematic this is yo fuck you you fucking pussy yeah bitch-ass
1: nigga
0: fuck you i'm tired of the fucking crackers to be running around here like i'm an ally and, da, 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 da. and basically they love shitting on men and low-hanging fruit i fucking hate bitch-ass white boys for real, die, motherfucker. Anyways, I'm sorry. Let me calm down. Yeah, yep. you you just took me down. To, you just took me to a place. Um,
1: well, we don't like them either, baby.
0: Right. So, no, but yeah, there is that type of type of dude that is like, it's like I am an ally. I am a good person. Where it's like again, they like the idea of being certain things, but I do think those types of guys that do that. Could I mean, like I said last episode, like people like the idea of black people being a good person, but they don't really give a fuck about black people. But I think the difference with this is it's also with like, oh, I hope I get some pussy.
1: It's exactly right. It's exactly right. I mean, I can tell you at my previous company, there was this guy named Craig who was just like the softest white man ever. And he would just go on these like weird tangents. Oh, I'm not going to assume I know what you are thinking. So I think my role here is really just to listen. And it's like, we're telling you, Craig, that in meetings, the things that we say get totally ignored. So why don't, like, the the very obvious thing you could do, Craig, is, hey, um, REO just made a great point. Bailey just made a great point. Like, let me just, like, give her some props here in in that meeting. That's very fucking easy. He's like, oh, I'm pretty sure my role here is just to listen. It's like, no, you're just a bitch.
0: Beautiful. So, in addition to... In addition to um, setting the bail at twenty thousand mm-hmm. for nice guys, because I won't shoot them the bail money, but I'll set the bail at twenty thousand. In addition to that, I'm gonna say, nice guys gotta realize you gotta be fucking interesting too. Like you can't just be like, oh, I paid for shit. And I was, and I put on cologne and I dressed nice and I got myself together and this girl just ghosts to me and like, yeah, fuck her for ghost. especially like, yo, women, when a man pays for everything and you ghost, you are a bitch, but, but, or having said that, not but having said that guys, like we can't just show up and just be like, Oh, well, I, I paid for shit. I'm... No, they go like, we got to talk about shit. These girls can buy their own steak. Like, we gotta, you know, we gotta be, and it's not to say, like, we gotta perform, but it's like, we gotta be interested. We gotta ask questions. And if the goal is just to fuck, man, like, nigga, like Ariel said, stop going for a certain type of girl. Like, me at a certain point, I was like, all right, it's a lot of trashy, trashy bitches on apps right now at that time. And then outside of that, it's like, yeah, I'm meeting a lot of girls that are like, like, how we talked about on the pod, like, they're, like, certain, the basic nigga professions, like, club promoter, construction, whatever, or the guy that's just kind of, like, I was meeting these bitches that were, like, the the female versions of that, and they were just, like, yeah, work at a bar, do this, or even if they was, like, had, like, a yuppie job, it was still, like, yeah, I'm just gonna just, like, their life was just kind of about getting fucked up and going out and going to work and then just doing it over and it really wasn't, like, really living for anything. And it's like, yeah, so of course I'm going to be frustrated. I'm going to be, even if I am smashing them, I'm still going to be, like, annoyed by them. <laughs> so it's, like, really be, dial in on, like, the type of women that you're fucking with. And then, like, what you're bringing to the table. Because, like, if you, I mean, because, like, let's put it like this. It's, like, all right, so, like I said earlier, like, all right, you think a bitch is supposed to do whatever you want because you pay for, like, $90 worth of cocktails? That's it. Well, you were drinking, too. So, like, let's just cut it down on, like, hers so like let's just call it you know fucking forty five dollars. So you you want what do you want to happen for forty five dollars? Like what do you think is gonna ha- like? No, you gotta be somebody. Like okay, fine, she's a bitch. I agree with you. She's a bitch. She's whack. She's lame. But you know you gotta be interesting.
1: Well
0: said. You, and and not just interesting. More importantly, you need to be enterprising. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Please subscribe on Spotify. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you guys see me share clips on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Hey, man, send that clip to a friend if you feel like they'd enjoy it. All that good shit. Help the podcast grow. I'll see you on Friday. Enjoy yourselves. Be well.